Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo. What up, what up? It's your boy Step. Hey, it's your boy Legend. You are now tuned into the Flappers Horseman podcast. Today's guest, Ted the Dawn. Up, y'all? My name Teddy the Dawn. You know, Flatbush is on. Yes, yes, Flappers on. He's a pretty on a hot streak right now. He's lit. Yeah, lit right now. I'm trying, all over. man. You know, I'm trying to hold it. I'm trying to keep my flame burning. That's it. You that's it. Me? Forever. Forever Sometimes lit. You need yeah. To go run to the gas station, get a little gas. Yeah, there we you go. Know, <laughs> there we go. Full of lighter sometimes. Yeah, we appreciate you joining us today. It's a fact. I appreciate y'all having me, man. Shout out to the Flatbush Horseman podcast, you know. Third episode. Yeah, third episode. Facts. Yeah, that's a fact. We're going to get more into some sports today. We got a rundown of what happened this past weekend. Going to get you ready for this upcoming weekend. We got some games coming up. Uh, PSAL action from PSAL action to NBA, NBA action, college Super basketball Bowl. action, Super Bowl, uh, a, uh, divisional game, um, actually championship, conference championship games this past weekend. The... Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers fell short to the San Francisco 49ers, mm-hmm. and San Francisco looks crazy. Um, and uh, shout out to my boy Pat Mahomes, the Mahomie, and the Titan Kansas City, the, the Kansas the City King. Chiefs. The Chiefs took care of the Titans uh, kind of easily this weekend. He's making it look very easy. From the, mm-hmm. I said last year, which was his, uh, if I'm not if I'm correct, his second year in the league because his first year in the league he didn't. This is his second year in the league when he got to start. Um, it looked like that injury woke and, him up. I don't. I, I just think he's always been special. Like he just has this composure about him that is different. And I, I, I haven't seen a better quarterback in the NFL. I, everybody says Brady, but I think Aaron Rodgers was a, a more complete quarterback as far as being able to get out the pocket, throw on the run, and use his feet and make plays and stuff like that. Lamar Jackson is coming, but as far as since Pat Mahomes has stepped on a football field in the NFL, uh, Pat Mahomes is a real athlete. You know, he plays baseball. You see what he did to those guys, man. Nah, been a, I can see. I can see where he get his spiral from. That's like a baseball. But it's like pitch. it's like, but everything is like a schoolyard play for him. It's like it's so he's so mechanically yes, he's so um, mechanically sound that even when he's like his he's special because he gets to do it from. All different parts of or angles um, to get the ball. Nah, he's a, he's a complete. He's a complete quarterback. Yeah, know, we're gonna see if that. he could take advantage of. And I want Andy Reid to win the title. The last time Andy Reid made it to the titles when uh, he took the Philadelphia um, Philadelphia Eagles to the title when uh, Terrell Owens had came back and he got in the hyperbaric chamber. Shout out to Andy. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. He yeah, had to keep going out yeah, on the yeah, side the, of the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was hurt. Came back. Now Andy Reid is a goal. Made the return. And um, it's a goal. I mean, that's gonna be a big Super Bowl. I like that's gonna be I like Kansas Bowl. City. I ain't gonna lie to you. Kansas City's but a good I, team. The way that the Chiefs defense and the way that their running game is playing, I think they have the perfect Immaculate. I think they have the perfect game plan to beat Pat Mahomes because if that of that if they can run the ball the way that they did against uh Green Bay and keep uh Mahomes off the field, even though Aaron Rodgers made a, a valiant trying to effort to come back um and fell short, but I think that if they can keep that keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands and keep um control the game um time of possession that uh, they'll have the formula to beat the Chiefs in the I'm Super Bowl. I'm surprised they took down Henry, man. Henry was running running down on everything. Uh well the the, That's the Chiefs the had the Chiefs right had now. a great game plan. Great plan. Second Henry. half of the season they've had the one of the best defenses in the NFL. So they and shout out to the Honey Badger, yeah, my that's guy, my boy, my, Honey Badger. Tyrone Matthews uh 
has finally got his opportunity to be the vet on the team and be the leader. And uh, then he's actually led his team to the Super Bowl now. And that, that's great opportunity. I've seen all the injuries. They had to see sucks. T to see T Sizzle playing the way he's playing and to know that he's still he want another chip. Contrib- I was watching this. Stuff. I'm like, yo, wait, hold on. Yeah, that's right. He's about to go T. back Sizzle to the Ravens. On a key, is, is he's on about the to go back to Baltimore. He is on the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I'm happy for T Sizzle. I'll be happy if they get to win this one. Um, as far as uh, Jimmy G, I'm loving the play that. He, the way that he's playing, the way that he's controlling the offense, and it's showing that I, I don't know how uh, the New England Patriots will feel um, if they can never find a quarterback as good as um, Jimmy Garoppolo going forward after Tom Brady retires. Because I think it's over for Tom Brady. And and news, or was it in today? or I think I said it today, yes. News in today, shout out and shout out to all Giants fans. The, the, the great one has, uh, has retired. Uh, Eli Manning has announced that he'll be retiring from the NFL. Oh, that's that's today's news. I didn't yeah, even that's see today's that. news. Damn, and, Giants uh, fans, I know y'all hurt. And, and when was, it's not really a hurt. Two he gave he, he gave uh, he gave them two rings. Yeah, uh, yeah, he did good. If I'm not mistaken, is it two rings? Two rings, right? Yeah, I think so. I think they won two rings. I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it wouldn't hurt to get a third so. one. You feel me? But you know, nah, nah man, you'd be happy with the. With the, the two we got. The one that you got. I mean, at got. least they got one, you know? The one that you got. Uh, he, he tried to keep up with his big brother, Peyton, but... It's two, right? I'm yeah, not bugging. I think it is two. I know I'm not I'm bugging. not mistaken. I think it is two. But, um, like, you can't... It's not. It's nothing more that, you know, that you can argue about. When it was clutch time against against those teams, especially against the Patriots in the Super Bowl, and he's arguably, arguably the one of the best plays ever to be seen in the Super Bowl, um, he actually... Contributed to that play by getting away before he even made the throw and somebody catching it. So he is a legend. He will go down as a legend in New York. In New York sports, top wide receivers. New York sports history that we got, we had in New York. You know, it's not a lot of good. No, he actually made wide receivers because if you think about the talent that he had besides Plaxico, I can't say he made. um, I can't really. Beckham. If it wasn't not Beckham. Um. Oh, uh, what's his name? Victor Cruz. Oh, I, that you can't Victor teach Cruz, that. But Victor Cruz was He's only a great route runner. And yeah. He has speed, so but you can see the window. Shot, the window on his career happens in, in, in for sport in a sport like football. You never know when your number's gonna be called. So like his number got called at a time where he was able to just be himself in a system that was perfect for a wide receiver like himself. And he was be- he was able to benefit off that. But not to say that he was a, a mediocre wide receiver. He was he was special for the time that he was able to be special. You know what I'm saying? That's just that's just how the, the cookie crumbles in this in the sports sports world at times. You know what I'm saying? And he had a great career at the time that he did and he was big for the Giants um when when he was there. So yeah. But I I, I still say that Eli got him the ball. So if Eli didn't get him the ball, we would be talking about Victor Cruz. Eli uh, is the main is the main factor. Yeah, so uh, yeah, the head of the Voltron was Eli. You know what I'm Manning. saying so. Shout out to Eli Manning from shout us here Luke at too, uh, man. My boy oh, Luke shout out Luke Keatley retiring too. Um, Teddy was talking about the the Pro Bowl. Do you have any names from the, yeah, the any Pro Bowl? Bowl? The Pro Bowl line been out I think for the past few days. You have any uh, any Jets or Giants on there? The know, the safety know, the safety from the Jets should be there. Yeah, he's in there. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know why his name ain't coming to me right now. Oh, Abrams? Adams. Adams? Yeah, Adams. Adams is there. They, I ain't gonna lie, the AFC look kind of tough. I think the AFC is gonna win it. A lot today. of special talent in the AFC. Yeah, they got Lamar Jackson, of course. They got Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. They got Deshaun Watson. Of course, that's, all three quarterbacks uh, had yeah, historic years the, in the that's NFL. That's the triple-headed monster right there. Lamar, Patrick, and Deshaun. And uh, a, a lot of us in, the, well, in our community were looking forward to seeing all... All black, uh, all black quarterback Super Bowl. I mean, it looks like that's what it's gonna be. No, in the AFC. Well, it was like that in the AFC until Mahomes, like, Mahomes, and uh, Deshaun Watson uh, end up playing against each I other. Mean, yo, me seeing Lamar Jackson throwing that ball to probably DeAndre Hopkins. That's gonna be something to watch. Oh, uh, for yeah. the Pro Bowl, right? Uh, that's gonna be just seeing those quarterbacks. They probably get on the field together, Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. And on the NFC, they got oh Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, and Aaron Rodgers. So they can't deny none of those. Those, are, those are the goats. Those is all goats. I ain't gonna lie. Drew Brees, A Rod, goats. Russell is making his way up there. But and Russell had a great season. Uh, yeah. Even though they had it came up short against the uh, the Green Bay Packers, he played yeah, he's a, a super phenomenal champion. phenomenal season. Phenomenal season. That's one thing that you can't take from Russ. He's definitely a good player and a champion. Well, did you um on to uh, NBA news? Did you see uh the Celtics deal with the Lakers? I say. Yeah, I seen it. I seen that um, Kemba didn't win no games against LeBron. I guess what twenty eight times during since he been in the league. So well, he was stuck on that stuck on that Charlotte team, and LeBron was uh yeah, either in Cleveland or Miami. So uh, either way, he was sweeping them up. So he finally got a win against LeBron. Finally got a win against. And LeBron, I, LeBron really don't, still, he really don't care about that type of stuff. Still, Lakers looking like the best team in the NBA, too? Would you say, Teddy? With the Lakers? Yeah. Hell yeah. Best team in NBA? They got the championship locked, do you say? I feel like they got it, you know. You know, last year, we just got surprised. You feel me? Out of nowhere, the Raptors came and took it, but... Yeah, I was surprised, too, the I Raptors took it. I was very surprised. I, I knew like, how oh. good Kawhi was, but I was surprised they took that... I was surprised, man. Shout out to Kawhi. They're still a top tier team in the NBA as far as uh, East East uh, yeah, Eastern Conference. Yeah, they are. They keeping the the fire flame burning. Uh, yeah, but uh, Siakam uh, uh, hasn't produced the way that they thought that he would produce coming off the season that he had last year, which is kind of hard for him to do when Kawhi Leonard being gone. Yeah. And the 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 defense was gonna play difference. The they more they were more worried about. Shadowing, shading the you know, shading the court for to help Kawhi or whoever was guarding Kawhi, so to give Siakam an opportunity to be very aggressive and assertive last year. Now the the pressure's on him to be the number one scorer, and I don't I don't think that's something he's that he's a well, it was able to adapt to yet. But we'll see. As, I mean, uh, he he shouldn't goes. he shouldn't put that. On his shoulder that he has to be one of the number one scorers. Well, he, for his team, he had to be the number I mean, one scorer. He's that's good on outside both. of Fred Van Fleet, I don't see anybody else that's a. I say this to say that he's good on both ends. He plays defense, he plays offense, and one player can't do everything. Yeah, but you, you still need. You still need. You need. You need other players. Yeah, but you still have to have. You still. You're gonna. You're still going up. Like I was saying, in the window, the opportunity. Can change overnight. You get what I'm saying. You could be going upward trajectory and then come out and have a bad season and slip. Kind of like Andrew Wiggins. He's kind of been on a rock and roll roller coaster for his whole career. You, you, some one minute you see a potential in him, 
And but then you ask him to play a bigger role, and he's not able to play the bigger role, and you see his game play the um, diminish. Or if you're like like in the sports, if you're not getting better. You're getting worse. Hey, you know what I'm saying if you're not improving, it's usually it's usually the. You know what I'm saying the, you're digressing. If you're not, not improving, you're digressing. Surroundings of a player usually when they're in the wrong system, they usually play bad. And as long as I know him, he's been on the Timberwolves. You know? Yeah, I don't think it's the wrong. So I just think it was just. I just think it's him. You know, it's at certain points you gotta. He's a good player. Players gotta look at. Good. Yeah, sometimes the systems you gotta look at in the mirror and say, Are you? Why aren't you performing? What do you have to do to perform better for you? For, for yourself and for your Sometimes for your team. Sometimes it's to leave the, the the team you are. Well, maybe a lot of people have successful maybe that, careers leaving teams. But who's gonna trade? Who's gonna trade for him in that contract right now? Small forward. He's who's gonna trade for him in that contract right now? I don't Andrew know. Chancellor. I don't know the terms of the contract, but I know if I'm in the office pull it up. right now. You can pull I know it if up. I'm in the office right now. And I see a player like Andrew Wiggins. Because the trade deadline is very right, right around the corner. So with NBA All-Star Weekend uh, a month away, because we are past the 14th. So uh, with uh, the NBA All-Star Game a month away, trade, trade deadline is right around the corner. So so his, he's, he's, his contract is a five-year, 146.5 mil. Mm-hmm. And that's just yeah. So basically, he's about to be out of his contract. No, when was that? This was from 2018. No, no. So, so he signed 2018, 2018, 2019. That's year one, 2019, mm-hmm. 2020. This is only year two of that 146 million dollar yep. contract. So he probably got like two more years, so nobody probably want to buy it out. So I'm trying to say, so who's gonna take the risk with this contract right now? I mean, somebody that needs a player like this. No, you're taking it up on potential. I don't think there's a lot of teams out there that I mean, willing to risk on his potential. I can see him on any other team. Because we're still right talking now. about potential. And at his stage of his career, it shouldn't really be potential. It should he's be. Not one of those, well, he's not one of those know, players. This is how I look at it, right? I feel like he's one of those dudes that need help. So if you put him next to a star player like a LeBron or a Kawhi, whoever you put him next to, he's the help. You understand? Mm-hmm. The same way you had to put. Pippen next to I get what you're saying. I feel like he need a veteran. He played on a yeah. team that didn't really have vets like that on the team. It was a young team. Yeah. It came, they came in with a young team. It wasn't, I think Luol Deng was just was, leaving. I, I'm trying to find a place in the NBA that I can see him playing. I can see him playing for his home team, Toronto. I can see him playing. I can see that. Canada. I can see that. I can see him playing for Toronto. I, I, yeah. I can see that. They got a bunch of, they got a bunch of guys. A incentive, that, incentive would be him playing for his home team. Yeah, why not? They can they can use us they can use another small forward still next young. to Siakam. He's still young, so in his head he's trying to you know he's trying to make himself feel comfortable and ball. At the I same can time. see that that's a possibility. I can you see that. You think about it. You from somewhere where you never heard of what's in Minnesota? You go out to Minnesota. What's in Minnesota? For real, like that's what ball players want to do. They want to go to these cities where the city is lit. You understand? Like the city brings attraction. I don't really know that much things that goes out of Minnesota. Minnesota Vikings. That's not a team that I ever traded for. I, I, I ever cheered for ever. Even when AP was on there, I never cheered for the Minnesota Vikings. But uh, so like, I, I just think is going on in Minnesota. Like, maybe he does. Maybe maybe a change of scenery. Uh, maybe you have reached that point where a change of scenery would be best for him and the organization. Maybe, He's but young. Um, I can see. If it was an older maybe, guy now, we would maybe say he to, doesn't belong on no team. Maybe Toronto. Maybe Toronto would be a good look he for him. Like 24, 25 still, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Wiggenstein, he's this is his prime right now. You send him to another team, I bet you he gonna he gonna. I see how he play. He's textbook. He does everything fundamentally. He doesn't try to do nothing extra. So he's like one of them players that's well put together. I guess it's all with the mental now. You know, like you gotta get his mind right. What's good with um Cat? I see Cat been playing Cat injured. Um, Carl, Carl Anthony Towns just returned from injury, so he came back. He missed the, he missed about ten games. Yeah, they missing. Ten, see, ten, he missed ten they games. Missing key people. But he came back the other day. He went out and did what he does on off the rip. So well, you see my Lakers though, right? My Lakers is looking good. I I ain't gonna lie to you. Them little games I'm actually, that we oh, be losing. Oh wow! What them time is games it? Games we be losing. What time is it? Is two minutes to ten. But them little games we be losing. Man. Oh no! Today's what? Game is on. Today's Wednesday. Yeah, it's Wednesday. Zion. Zion debut is the 22nd. Today is the 21st, I think. Today is the 22nd. Oh, it is. Okay. Put it on ESPN. But, um, shout out to Zion. Shout out to Zion. Zion. Debut tonight. Debut oh, tonight, man. man. Shout we kind of missed it. I wonder who get dunked on tonight. Look what it says. Yeah. It just started? Yeah, it just started. Um, First quarter, four minutes, 51 seconds. It's live right now. Right there. Shout out to Zion returning, catching his live. Yeah, we definitely had to check in with that Zion. Zion returning tonight. Yeah, Zion is back, man. How do y'all feel about Zion? I feel like Zion is like the new LeBron. The way they hype him up, you better deliver, Zion. I'm just saying, man. You nice and all, but you feel me? I feel like it's about a ring. So if you're not working hard to get... He just got an NBA. Like I say, it's about the ring, but... I know, but you know what? They hyped it up. It was like, yo, Zion Williams, he's the next. Based off his performance in college, he, he And that's what I'm saying. He, he's been he's been he's been I performing like, every every level. I feel like he should treat the NBA like his college. He should go on that court. But then again, you know what? He's playing against well experienced guys that've been mm-hmm. on this court for a long time. Hey. You know? I applaud him for actually going to college because in his position, he actually didn't have to go to college. He could have went from high school straight to the league. But I guess he wanted to go put some seasoning on his game. Well, right. Conditioning because, like you said, when you play with the big boys, it's a different type of of bumps and bruises you get. So I guess him playing in college got him a little bit prepared to come to the league. But summer league in the preseason, he was... Jumping over everybody, still more athletic than everybody on the floor, chasing both sides of the ball. So like, I feel like he's prepared for the league, but everybody's throwing this injury injury stuff at him. Oh, he's not gonna last because he's big. He he jumps too high. He might mess up his knees or his ankle, or whatever. So there are some risks. There's some risks to it is to, to his his specimen, but he's a one of a kind specimen. Is I've never you haven't seen anything like him before at. at You've seen something similar to him, but nothing of his nothing his stuck. well as as his his size, his explosion, how he's light on his feet, his agility, his footwork. Um, like he's his footwork he's a, is not all that yet. No, you're not like yeah. when you're talking about when you're talking about him being able to be as versatile he is playing inside the paint and then stepping out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying so he has like he has the. He put, has worked on that. Definitely, he has the he, he has the game. That, well, some of it has been. I've been watching him since, uh, since he made his debut and um, since before, like since his eighth grade year, or his freshman year. Um, we've been watching him just develop and to see where 
that he's just been translating year by year. It, it's just naturally given. It's kind of like watching KD uh, when just him just being a natural given score. Like a lot of players we watched in our generations, that was the natural. And I kind of think that's why some of the kids of the generation now just feel like they can get up and go do it because they've seen a whole bunch of naturally talented uh, players coming along the, in, their, in their generation from gifted like Derrick Rose was just naturally naturally gifted. Um, Derrick Rose is a real ass. Kevin Durant was just, but those are just yeah. those are just like God given abilities that you can't really explain. You know what I'm saying? The way Derrick Rose used to take off, the the way Russell Westbrook is so Zion's just another one of those specimens that we've seen in this generation. Like, and I just think that people are debating now. Do you do you guys think that uh, him coming back now, the way that they're playing in their roster, do they have what it takes to make the eighth spot uh, in the playoffs? I mean, Lonzo is playing good. I say everybody. Lonzo, every, yeah. every, the whole Lonzo's team is playing good, and um, Bi playing good too. Bi playing real good. I'm really happy for um, the former t- uh, former lottery pick that they have, um, Jaleel Okafor. Well, yeah, he. I mean, that's the thing. Jaleel Okafor was getting sent to teams where they already had the big presence already. So he was like, what, second string or third string around the big. So, I mean, him being in New Orleans actually is giving him a top spot right now. You know, it's not that much. I think Favors is there, right? Yeah. So, it's him and Favors. That's a one-two punch right there. You can't go wrong. Yeah, with Zion coming in now, I, I really do think that he takes, he adds, there were 10 games under 500 right now. I, I, well, I say with him, they're 500, even, maybe even above 500. I say he is worth plus 10 games. I, I think we look at it uh LeBron is worth about something like a little bit more over that, but I I, um, I do think Zion is worth plus ten, and when it comes to amount of games, yeah, that, he's gonna make he's gonna make the team go up positively. I would say that. I, I think they can make a they're run for the a, spot. They're already in the rhythm, a scoring offensive rhythm, and all Zion do brings is a lot of offensive rebounds. Yeah, and remember the, the key thing about their team is that they still have a, a veteran. Leader in floor general and Drew Holiday. He came yeah. back from injury. That's my guy. Right uh, I think we had 37, 9, nah, Drew, and, that's and my 12 guy. of the night. So, vintage like, Drew, dangerous. Now he just settled. You know, he he not he not rushing things anymore like I used to. He got guys that's going to be able to pick up the slack. As far as Lonzo, Lonzo brings the ball up sometimes. Drew play off. I it didn't back and I, forth. I didn't see them. I didn't see the other uh, Martin Luther King Day games um, that are nightcaps. Where from MLK Day? Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't see it either. I was actually at work, and when I got up, I just looked at ESPN and seen the scores. And uh, I know we did uh, the Knicks. Uh, the Lakers are in the, the Garden right now, taking on the Knicks. Not to get off the subject now, though. It's we're gonna stay with we're gonna stick on the sports subject. Um. What's going on with you and Lincoln? What's going on with your season? Uh, I'm hearing that you guys are making a push for playoffs too. Yeah, playoff push. Um, right now, there are three games left. We're on a, this week is Regions break. Yeah. So we wanna when we come back, we have three games to finish out the season. Two of them will be on the road. One one at home against uh, South Shore on the 30th, which will be our senior night. So it'll be a big that at that, South Shore. At, no, at Lincoln. At Lincoln. Yeah, our senior night will be so at. It's the 30th. What's the date? Tell everybody what's the date. Again. Oh, the 28th is uh will be at Canarsie on Tuesday, then Thursday will be at home senior night, the January 30th, and then uh, to finish the season, 
to finish the season will be at um, Western House to finish wow. up the season. Just trying to go into the playoffs with a. I see you trying to handle some business, momentum. my brother. Some I momentum. see you, man. I'm I'm still trying to do my little ones and twos with the girls and stuff, but I barely have time to do anything, you know. So when I do have the time, I actually go out and go support the girls. And okay. Do it. Do do it. Val was supposed to be up here today. Yeah, Val was supposed to be up here. We're going to get her up here I just seen Val like a few days ago. Next they just honored her at South Shore. Shout out to Coach Anwar Gladden. And yeah. um, I ain't going to lie, Val, Val, today was Val day, but I I basically got everything ready for Val today and Val ain't show up today. No, no, no. It's all right. We're going to get Val. called the last minute. That's why I said she probably couldn't make it over here. But um, get up here next episode. My boy Teddy the Don pull up though one of the one of the hood's best producer and I said that Mr. Lords of Flatbush said that you know what's I going on Teddy I see the yeah, growth man, you know you hear politics we're not talking some sports That's uh, a fact, you let's know? talk about the culture now you doing Something. doing a lot for the culture right now um what's going on with you well you know I'm just been just been busy bro we working on two two G's album. You feel me? That's that's damn near done. We about to submit that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you feel me? We've been doing a lot of groundwork. We did flex yesterday. Shouts out to Funk Flex. Yeah, that's definitely sort of freestyle. Definitely sort of freestyle. Check it out. Two two G's. Hot night seven freestyle. Definitely sort of freestyle. Funk Flex and the whole Hot Nine Seven staff over there. Um, today we did Double XL. They were showing us love. You know, they were showing us a lot of love over there at Double XL. You know. I'm definitely going back for my interview. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, but aside from that, man, I just been working on a lot of I've been working on a lot of records with with like two and what else? Shit. Yeah, name all the artists that you've been working with, man. We, we can start from give the beginning some, if you want. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I yeah, recap. Give us, uh, give us a timeline. Like yeah. give us the, the birth of Teddy the Don the people know. Where the work started Where you started from. from I know. probably... All right. My first two placements were from Fab and Soldier Boy. Shout outs to Big Draco. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember both of them. Yeah. Fab and Soldier Boy is the first two niggas that ever give me a chance to really jump on one of my beats. The Fab shit went viral. I won't lie. The Soldier Boy shit had like a million views when a million views was a million views. You feel me? Facts. Man. You know when it's like, oh shit, mm-hmm. you got a million views. Yeah. So, shout outs to Big Dream. You wanna drop those songs? Um, um what those so, records? Yeah, so that people can know. Oh, um, the first, the Fab joint was really though. That was on like Soul Tape One. Really though. The the mm-hmm. um, the Soldier Boy shit was some, was called Lamborghini. He had did like a twenty one EP, like he was turning twenty one or something. Okay, okay. And he just kind of did that. But you feel me? I went on to do a, another project with Fab on, on did another joint on Fab Soul Tape Two Bite. That was like the one that everybody. Yeah, that loved. was a hit. That one was like a classic to everybody. How many Somebody, people do you hear like reference that song or your or your songs that you've done but never know that you did them? You know it's funny. And how does that feel, son? Listen, right. <laughs> it's like niggas would reference it And I wouldn't say nothing Cause then you know I'm not one of them type of niggas That's like yo I did that But then like It's the niggas that know That I did it 
and they're like, yo, yo, that nigga's a legend. I'd be like, yo, bro, chill. Like, it's not even that old. You feel me? You at least give me 20, nah, that, 20 that's years. That's the thing. That's the thing with you, though. The beats that you make is real authentic, so people going to remember the type of beats that you make. Yeah, because, but you know, they're timestamps. Like, music facts. is timestamps for us. It, 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 it gives us a, a, time, a time frame for our memories. You yeah, know what I'm it's like when you heard that song, you right. know what you was wearing, you wearing what mm-hmm. you was doing, you know exactly. what, girl you was you was yep. what mood that put you in. That's a fact. Like, I think that that's all music. Yeah, yeah. who you all was hanging music. out with, right. what clothes was lit at that mm-hmm. time. Trying to eat, bite. I'm that's not gonna lie, word. man. That was that was. I felt like that was a real Brooklyn song. Facts. Cause you feel me? Facts. If well, you I, even listen to Brooklyn the Brooklyn producer, Brooklyn rapper. I just wish I think which is I think which is one of Fab's. Greatest attributes, and I think that's why we all kind of like take soul tape, like not just that, just embodying <laughs> Brooklyn, who, bro, exactly who we He's are. He's a real who authentic Brooklyn nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying. He, embod- he embodies who we are, and you know, gives it to the world. Like, and yep. we can relate with it. So I, I think that's just been his main attribute. His whole career is just learn how to relate. Who, who, what we live and the environment that he came from yep. to the world, and I think that's why we so relatable to him. I mean, I, I think that's all Brooklyn people. All Brooklyn people could leave a stamp on you, man. Right, you right. Come to Brooklyn, we will change your life. Yo, listen, man. I've been on. I was on three tours last year, man, and I went to probably every state in America, right? And I could say this: that it ain't no place like New York City, Brooklyn. It's n- you would never find another person. Like a Brooklyn nigga, you feel me? And I'm, I'm keeping the funky. We different. are just, you heard, and shout out to everybody everywhere. Mm-hmm. But we just them niggas, man. Don't be mad what at us. We, we so, just got it. What like, you talking about the new? Uh, what's that? What we oh, said. We're, listen, man. We we retiring vibe. Yes. You feel me? Yes. We spoke about this. You Let's come to Brooklyn, world, man. Yeah. We're an experience. That's it. You heard? We're a full experience. Not a vibe. Man. Just Come experience, experience us in Brooklyn, yes. man. You just heard? an experience. It's still TMVs, but yeah. it's an experience. It's an experience. <laughs> and don't steal the drip, please. Yeah, don't, don't, steal. Don't, don't, don't steal the drip. But listen, no. You know where you heard it first. It should be made ASAP. You know where you heard it first. That's all. Just an experience. That's it. It's just an experience, you heard? Because everybody want to be a vibe. Yeah. You feel me? So, all right, so Teddy, so tell us more about you know like the music tip, like how you come really up. started. Yeah, yeah, like what made you really want to start making music after those first two songs? What like continue? Yeah, what kept it pushing you? What like what opened your eyes to saying like, nah, this is what I want to do. Like, this is all what right. I got. I'm not gonna lie, I always loved music. You feel me? My older brother Farai, I Farai, free my brother, man. You know he's doing a little time right now. Yeah, free far ride. Free, free, free. It's a crazy guy. That's one of the craziest guys I know. I'm gonna lie. He's right crazy. He got his own genre. Just well, to throw yeah. that out there. My brother do reggae, trap reggae. Yeah, like, trap reggae. Me? Unlike any other person I've ever heard. Like uh, you know, like uh, remember when Mungo was, from Saint Mungo Lucia. was on his <laughs> his his rap vibes? Nah. He, he will smoke Munga. Yeah, smoke Munga. Munga, my brother, will smoke you. <laughs> I honorable. And he, and he from St. Lucia. Facts. My, you heard? And I'm not just saying that because that's my brother, because you feel me? I, I'll go and try to, I'll play my brother music for other people and don't say that's my brother. Like, right. You understand? Mm-hmm. I'll be like, yo, listen to this artist from Brooklyn. This nigga's dope. And I'll do it 
from a standpoint like yo just listen to it mm-hmm. and and niggas would probably really be like yo this shit is fire like who the fuck is this nigga you feel me and then now that's I can't gotta play you know do I say yo yo that's my brother you feel me I just be like nah that's this nah, artist doing I the right thing from, doing the right thing right, cause if you, you say it's your, it's your brother they gonna try to put a little yeah sauce niggas gonna feel like yo man this nigga trying to push his brother on us they're not gonna give it 100% you know so, you so how did how did um, your brother's influence in music shape um, you know get you going well, I ain't gonna front my brother me and my well my brother used to have me banging on the table with a tape recorder okay like that was my first beat, so you feel me? From there, I was like a rapper. I used to love rapping, mm-hmm. so you feel me? I used to battle niggas. You know, when we was growing up, it was like battling. You battle nah, everybody. I, I battle to, mad niggas. I, yeah, I used to see a lot of battles with Teddy and Flatbush Fizz. Yeah. It's like, you know, you come that on Parkside. Shout out to Zekeway. Zekeway had, the nigga Zekeway put me on the spot one year, caught me up Flatbush Fair. You heard? So I you rapped. The stage. Niggas was hype. Mm-hmm. It was. You feel me? I was the man. Then Bam Vito came. I was like, oh, shut it down. Shut it down. You feel me? That's the only nigga I didn't get to battle. Niggas was, was supposed to put money on that. You feel me? That was supposed to be an experience. Nah, well, my son Bam it. is a problem. Right? Bam is dirty. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm gonna throw that out there. That I was kinda, when we was young, I was kind of a little Look shook things to have battle come. Bam, but I would have mm-hmm. smoked. Nah, Vito. that age, Vito is wild. Nah, Vito was, yeah. Vito was nice come. when we was young. I'm nah, not going to lie. I, I was with him majority of my days me? in middle school. That's how I, I like, knew hey, I was nice. Because if, if, if niggas wanted you to battle Vito, like they wanted that to happen. Because Vito was just thrashing niggas. I was thrashing niggas too, but Vito can't. You feel me? I rapped first. Maybe if I would rapped second, niggas would have been like, oh, nah, Teddy Dirty. You feel me? But mm. we both came, killed that. Now, I remember that you day. Heard, I remember a bar from that. Nigga said some shit like, throw him off the roof, let him fly. I was like, oh. You heard Vito <laughs> was like the real punchline nigga. But you heard that was an, that was another. Then my niggas Ace, Ace Center, Snatching, yeah, Ace and, Center. and my guys from Parkside. Those guys right there, I used to rap with them. If you go, R.I.P. Swizz, my nigga Swizz was mm-hmm. in, in that clip with me. Back in the day, I had did like some shit. I was a young nigga. We was mm-hmm. rapping. Everybody had on a flat with shirts. Mm-hmm, I remember that me? with the at on it, the big flatbush shirts with the at on yeah, it. Yeah, you feel yeah. me? Real movement shit. You feel me? But and then after a while, man, I was. We used to. I started me and my. I it was legend. All of us. You feel me? We started a group. Legend and them was take money. So you feel me? We was for the funds. So together we was t- take money for the funds. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Shout out to Young Amsterdam. They gave us the studio on mm-hmm. Lennox for mm-hmm. F and mm-hmm. Easy God and told the nigga for I knew F. what to do. You feel me? I didn't. Basically, the nigga had Pro Tools. I had Cool Eddie. It ain't the same shit, but it look alike. You feel mm-hmm. me? I know you click this button and click that button. You can record something. I click that button, click that button, something recorded. You heard? The nigga Amsterdam gave me the job. He just left left niggas with a stool. Mm-hmm. From then on, it's like, yo, we got a stool now. now you know what I mean? We young niggas with a stool. That's a fact. Yeah, I remember before F, man. That's a fact. This is before we was even thinking about anything. It's well, like, yo, it. we got a stool now. You feel me? So that passed. Then I got my own stool. You feel me? I'm like, yo, you feel me? That shit was... 
whatever the case may be, Amsterdam and them move. Nah, the Don, you always had your own stool. You just ain't want to use your own nah, space. Nah, but that's, that's where I learned. I'm going to keep it funky. That's where I seen... The setup. The, yeah, yeah, like the real... Oh, this is an M-Box? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is Pro Tools? Oh, words? It was over. You it's feel good. me? Oh, word. You hook shit it's up. This is how you hook shit up. Shout outs to, to Sam. You feel me? Sam Sam is like a dread yeah, engineer. Sam dread, yeah. My son Sam. I used to That's stand behind Sam, right? Because niggas didn't know I had bought a computer. I had bought a computer and the Pro Tools. So I used to stand behind Sam and look at what Sam did and run home and try to go do the same shit. You feel me? And then I had all my niggas as lab rats, you know? You feel me? Oh, I I just have my friends rapping. Just just keep rapping. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Come on. Then I just didn't want to like to pay niggas to rap in their house. We used to go there trying to book an hour and everybody want to do a song. You feel me? Like, That's nah, a dub. I don't yeah. yeah, like you heard. By the time it's your turn to rap, it's time to go home. And Facts. Like it's like, you feel me? I'm a nigga. I always have my raps ready to go. You feel me? But so from the studio where it went? From the studio, it went went to like it went to the fab shit and all of that, and then like you feel me? I just like this is me. This is what I'm gonna do. Yeah, like I just I was already doing it, so it's like you feel me? It wasn't even like I want to do it. It's just like it was like second nature. It's like breathing. Mm-hmm. You know how you don't think about you don't think to breathe. You just breathe. You feel me, bro? So. I just did it. This shit was just happening, so I just kept doing it. Cause yeah. I, I love to do this shit. This shit was cool. Like you, you feel me? Kanye West shit. You want to make you want to make beats and rap. You want people to understand what's going on as far as. The and then music. back then, it's like you had to go buy a fucking JRM CD with instrumentals on it. You feel mm-hmm. me? Everybody rapping on the same shit. You feel me? Shout out to my cousin Muddy. My cousin Muddy really Chronic. Chronic. That nigga had fifty different names. The nigga mm-hmm. name was Chronic, Nico the Boss, something else, Muddy Gold, Yan. The nigga just used yeah. his real name at a point. Mad names. Me? So you feel that's that's the art of reinventing yourself. Cause right now he Muddy Gold and he do all the gangtivity shit and nobody don't even really know who the fuck he is. He's like mm-hmm. a whole new nigga to niggas, you feel me? Facts so. My cousin, and when my cousin taught me what tempo was, cause you feel me? Mm-hmm. His father's like a musical nigga, so you feel me? When we were young, it don't matter. Every day he'd have to go play piano, and while we playing tech, and he mm-hmm. playing piano for an hour. You feel me? I remember seeing him on Facetime playing piano, yeah. and yeah, we was looking at it like. If oh, you word. go to his Instagram page, he's like a hardware nigga. Okay. You feel me? He's a nigga that will. He's a nigga that's banging off of four pianos, like, huh, go over there, and, and then the beat's done, like, you feel me? Facts, but that was my first producer. So my yeah. cousin was my first producer. So, I was the rapper. So music is in the, family, in the family tree. Yeah, this shit was just, mm-hmm. she was always around me, you Every, feel me? Everybody. My first song I ever did, my cousin Bleak. My cousin Bleak used to live on Hawthorne, Hawthorne and, and, and Rogers, you feel me? R.I.P. Polo, you feel me? R.I.P. Polo, that's a fact. Facts, you feel me? That's how I knew niggas like Polo and shit from, from young, you feel me, bro? Mm-hmm. So a nigga like Bleak and them get, recorded my first song for me, you feel me? I remember my mom one year before, before all of this. I, let me shout out my moms. 
Shout Mom out to Dukes. my mom, yo. What's up, Mama Dukes? You feel me? Mama Dawn, a.k.a. Pony. You feel me? Joni Pony. I love you, baby. <laughs> you heard, but my mom's bought niggas a karaoke, and me and my brother used to ba- battle for hours. Like, literally hours. You feel me? <laughs> my brother can rap. Like, he just... He's just an artist, you feel me? And me and this nigga will go at it. So that's how I'm kind of good at rapping. But then again, you feel me, bro? Shit, you produce the song, write the shit. Who gets more percentage? So after the... Um, <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? After the, the success of... Um, of the fab shit, I, didn't, I did shit for Maino. Then I did shit for Uncle Murder. I did shit... I just, it was mainly New York artists I was fucking right. You feel me? So I did shit for Red Cafe, Waka, Waka Flocka, um, who else? Fucking, I feel like I'm Did you do something for Snoop or Snoop just shot at you out? I fake had sent some shit for Snoop, you feel me? Like, I, like, boom, I was a young nigga, I was coming from school one day, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Had a, trying to get, trying to get some shit done, long story short, Snoop Dogg, it was, alright, I was coming out of school. Got kicked out of Sheep's Head already, you feel me? This, they sent me, I was in an alternative school. They kicked me out of Sheep's Head and all that. We was wildin', you feel me? Mm-hmm. They sent me to an alternative school, you know? Flatbush niggas is mixy everywhere, you heard? We're the mix, mm-hmm. you feel me? Boom, well, I'm in that school is- now. Um, Satellite Academy, Lower East Side, yep. yeah, you feel me? Yeah. I've been so, there. Nigga like me now, mad bitches down the block. I look down the block. I'm like, yo, what's going on? I walk down the block. Now they like, yo, Teddy, like, you know, Snoop Dogg is in there. I instantly forgot about everything that's going on right here. Now I'm on, oh, word, Snoop Dogg is here. I cross the street. Now mm-hmm. it's two big niggas. They fake look crip. I could never forget a nigga was Security. coming out with a hanger with a Gucci suit on. I kind of tried to look in, but I ain't see shit. So I go two doors down. I post up in the cut. Mm-hmm. The nigga Snoop Dogg really came out. I'm like... So I'm like, I'm sick now. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't know what to say, but I hop out. I'm like, yo, yo, what's cracking? Nigga like, hey, what's up, nephew? So I just backed out the iPod on him, you feel me? Word to me, true to the word. Backed out the iPod, like, hit Gave me it here. To like, here, my name mm-hmm. Teddy the Dawn. I make beats. You heard? The, the nigga said, what? Nigga takes my iPod, puts it on his ears. I literally grabbed the shit out of his hand, like, you feel me? Like, yo, give me my stuff and put on a beat. Because back in the days, we used to do this game where you just flick up and stop on something. You feel me? And I fixed, stopped on my shit. I don't know, son. That's a God shit. I'm not even capping. You feel me? I just played whatever beat. I just played a beat. The nigga Snoop Dogg started rapping, bro. All the bitches came across the street. Everybody just started recording this shit, right? Long story short, you know, I didn't do the right thing. Went viral, man. Still got that video? That shit is on. That shit aired on TMZ, bro. Yeah, it did. That's a fact. That shit was on TMZ. I was like, because mm-hmm. the funny thing is, this was before Instagram, so it ain't like I could back out the gram. Yo, yeah. I got Snoop with me and mm-hmm. mm-hmm. No, that's a dub. So I came back. I'm telling niggas, yo, boy, I met Snoop Dogg today. Nigga was listening to my beats. Niggas looking at me. I got four eyes. Like, yo, you're whatever, man. And when it hit TMZ, the shit hit TMZ. Oh man. Word to me, my son Nedge called me. Nigga, like, yo, boy, you on TV, bro? You on Fox Five? You wasn't lying. I'm like, I told y'all niggas I wasn't lying. You feel me? <laughs> Boom, that happened. You feel me? I felt like I was lit. You heard me? That's, like, that's like my, that's like my, um, I got a lot of, of untold stories of the mix. 
Yeah, like that was just that was mad weird that I just went viral one day after Unt- school. Untold stories of the with mix. Snoop Dogg. You feel me? Niggas started rapping. You feel me? I was like, wow, that's lit. Yeah. I ended up meeting him after the nigga had a whole nother months later. Nigga had a whole nother interview where niggas even remembered me. Like you feel me? Nigga forgot where he was at, but remembered who he was with. You that, feel me? Mm-hmm. Nigga said, yo, where Jay Z from? I'm like, what? Nigga said, Marcy Projects. Nigga said, right bottom projects right there. I'm like, this nigga lying. I'm like, boy, you was in the Lower East Side by Eldridge Lounge, just, my man. He just, he just remembered. He just, he just put in two and two together. He like, yo, listen, it's a little nigga. The nigga name was Teddy or something. But from the nigga York. had some banging ass beats on his headset. And he was rapping on it. Okay. You feel mm-hmm. me? And I'm like, oh, man. Just to go deep in this story, the nigga goes like, yo, who's this? So you feel me? Me just being a young nigga, I'm like, yo, this me, but you got a beat. So the nigga like, hey, but listen to you rapping. So you know when you thinking something, but you just say it? I'm like, who cares? <laughs> you feel me? Like, nigga, you Snoop Dogg. Who gives a fuck? Nigga, like, you feel me, bro? Like, the fuck you telling me right now? <laughs> nigga, just rap so on this beat, boy. Who cares about me rapping right now? Is, you it, feel me? is there another is fonder uh, memory like that? Hmm? Is there another fonder memory like that? What, like that, that interaction? Yeah. That interaction. Oh, with another artist? Like, yeah. one of those I, that went viral? Like, on some fake viral Not just shit. viral, but to you. that, that like you, some shit that was mad. Something stunning to you, man. Something that's stunning, that stunning, or, right? stunning or sentimental to you. Like, oh, man, I Surprise, met this. Oh, though, something whatever. that bust my head? Yeah. All right, boom, yeah. right? One day, right? It's me, my man Germ. Shout out to my man Germ, Jay Soto, you feel me? And Memphis Bleak, right? So we in the car and shit. So you feel me? I was with I was with Cafe and some nigga named Tone. Yeah. So I didn't really know who the Tone nigga was. You feel me? So we get in the car. So you feel me? I'm talking to Bleak and and, and um German shit like that. So I'm like, yeah, I just just left Cafe and shit. I just did some shit. Some nigga named Tone just touched up my beat. So Germ started laughing at me. I'm like, yo, it's funny, my nigga. He like, yo, he like, yo, the young boy don't even know who 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 he just did a beat collab with. <laughs> So Bleak looking with the dumb face like, yo, what you talking about? He like, yo, this nigga just did a beat collab with Tone and he don't even know who he is. So Bleak turns around like, yo, my G, that's Tone, the Trackmasters. That's Jay-Z, friends. I'm like, what? <laughs> shithead moment. You feel me? I'm there like a young shithead. I don't even know who that Tony. is, to be honest. That's the Trackmasters. I know Trackmasters, nigga. Yeah, but... but- Tone? Nigga just told me his name was Tone, you feel me, bro? Me just being the type of nigga I am, you feel me? I'ma treat the the fucking janitor just like the CEO. I just vibes, you feel me? Experience. That's it. You feel me? That's so it. I'm there. Tone like the beat. Tone like, yo, I added something. Yo, you the young boy that made the beat, yo. So I'm like, yeah, Tone, we vibing this shit, so it's time to leave. I don't know who Tone is. Niggas told me who Tone was. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Tone was Jay-Z man. Do you feel me? Shout out to Tone, man. You feel me? <laughs> Rock Nation. <Shit>. Masters. Word. <laughs> Nigga like Tone. Uh, O.C. Word, son. And you feel me? So what's what's next for Teddy the Don? Right now, man. Are you still are you still rapping and producing or just strictly producing now? I'm really on the producing shit. You feel me? My friends keep telling me to put out raps. Even my moms be telling me, yo, you're rapping. Why you don't put Taki's song? I mean, Kanye did it, bro. You can I know, do it. but you feel me? Listen, man. The way it. I look at shit, man, what I'm doing right now works. So That's this, a fact. 
if it already works, then it's like, you feel me? Can it hurt to put out the music, though? It it won't hurt, but you feel me? Fuck it, my nigga. When I feel like I I could do it, because look, if you if you really want to be technical, Missy Elliott wrote seven Aaliyah songs before you heard I Can't Stand the Rain. You like heard? that. I ain't going to tell you what songs I wrote, but mm-hmm. you feel me? I'm out here, I'm making sure that, you feel me, bro? I'm, I'm, because then look, if I made the beat and I wrote the song, then who gets the most percentage? Yep, including that check. Who do you see Teddy the Dawn for five years from now? In five years from now, man, I see myself <laughs> having niggas like Mike Kaiser in them job. Shout outs to Kaiser, that's my boy. I'm not trying to take your job, Kaiser, but that's just, I just see myself in those type of uh, executive shit, you feel me? Because at the end of the day, bro, you feel me? When I was young, I didn't have no help. Now I got a nigga like Vok, you feel me? Shout out to my manager, Vok, you feel me? Mm-hmm. And the whole cultivated staff, you heard? But I didn't have nobody to guide me. So now I got some guidance, I know what to do now. You understand? Right. Facts. That's why I, I feel like the young boys got it right now. You feel me? Not saying that I can't, I won't smoke one of the young niggas, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> I could definitely do that. But they got it right now. Let them, you feel me, bro? This shit is all nice about ops and you heard, you're yeah. this and I'm, you heard, bro? That's yeah. what they into. Yeah, the genre is different so, right now. Very I'm going to just let the young boys have it, man. You feel me? Do you feel there's a need for rappers with messages that you have and that... um? It definitely is because then we wouldn't have the J. Coles and the Kendrick Lamars and people of that. Do, do we need more rappers like that? Because you, a lot of people are just conceding like you're conceding like, yo, it's the young boys game. Let them live the but world. But you know what? Way. Look, if you look at the stats, right? Look at the numbers, bro. The leading artist right now is niggas like NBA Young Boy. Well, well when, when did music just become monetary and not become a form of art? Uh, you're right. Because it's like, niggas ain't trying to think that hard, fam. This is good. Like, you heard? you tra- Don't get me wrong. Bars are, I love it. But, it's catchy songs. That's what they on. Catchy mm-hmm. songs. And dance melodies. moves. And you dance heard? moves. Plus a little, huh. Catchy so songs. So, are we going to have... More Kendrick's, J. Cole's? Yeah, we definitely gonna have more. You feel so, me? Who is there artists out there right now that I you... feel like Mitch leading Mitch mm-hmm. is Flatbush. Shout out Kendrick to Lamar. Shout out J. Cole. Yeah, Mitch, that's my love, bro. When y'all get a chance, that's go listen bro. to the Freedom Rider project. You feel me? Not just because I did a beat on it, but go listen to it. And here we here with my because oh, word, these are a, niggas that are writers. I need a I'm on my I'm on my um my Gil Scott Heron vibes. I don't know if you ever heard who that is, but like one of the just put me on. Yeah, one of the first like I'm one of the first uh, spoken word slash rappers like of that of that genre. He you know he did a lot of work in the in the seventies um as far as when it comes to. Melodizing poetry and yeah, I was about to say it has to be some of poetry, spinning spinning it on. So that's where I'm. That's yeah. That's where that's the kind of the route I'm on. I'm working on a a project right now. It's like a spoken word, Mm -hmm. spoken word album, things like that. So I'm definitely gonna highlight you. So that's definitely. So I got the stew back. 
stuff you know? got a bunch of things going. Oh on. yes, a bunch of stuff coming for 2020. You got the like yeah. you said, got got the book coming. Like I've been really working on that. Got we want to we want to me and my son D want to get to some more movies, get to some more shorts. We got a lot of got a lot of stories to tell. We just trying to get it out there by you know, like you said, like I don't know if you ever watched um, it was uh. Quincy Jones documentary is on Netflix. Um, just the crazy amount of things that he kind of sounds like a young version of yourself. You get what I'm saying? Like he came into the game and he wanted to just express himself through the the the, the genre of, of of music. And he just picked up a musician. He just keep te- keep you know he just kept picking up an instrument. He kept teaching himself one instrument at a time until the point where now it's like he just kept breaking different molds. And that led to him to doing all the the things that he did in his life when it comes to just doing scores for for for, for, for movies, Austin Powers, for, right? Numbers of scores, um, producing Michael Jackson albums, and and going from from one era to the next. He was just mm-hmm. producing work, and I just feel like with your talent, I just you know, see that's the route that you can go. And I, when you say you want to see yourself as an exec, I I can see that happening that's right. as right. far as especially with your like an executive. Before. Producer still because mm-hmm. you feel me. If it's something, I'll still put my hand. You heard, get my hands dirty and work. Got with you. That's music. never gonna end because look at the um Jermaine Dupri. That shit is just types, in me. At, of, if you if you a musician and you love music, the shit is just in you. It's no way you gonna stop. Right. You heard. Right. And it's just like just like with me with sports and it's the same same thing with me with sports. Like that's my. I had to learn how to do, to understand how to. Appreciate our talents as our strong, uh, our strong points. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? No, those are our, the things that we're supposed to use to monetize our life. You get what I'm saying? So uh, we do. We trying to you know get this platform together so we could bring you on and bring more people like yeah. yourself on, so you can tell your story and motivate and inspire others like yourselves to to keep pushing and attaining their dreams and going for it. Yeah. Yeah. We appreciate you coming up here, man. That's a fact. That's man. a fact. I appreciate y'all having me. You know, me you're up my here, day you know? one, bro. That's why I have That's to a have fact. you. Up you know, here. I don't, yeah. I don't get to do a lot of. I'm usually the guy in the back, so I'm in front of the camera. You know, I have to put on my good glasses. I mean, that makes both of us, because I'm usually the guy in the back too, man. But yeah. right now, I just feel like we got so much things that we have to put together. Mm, nice I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be here now. You know, I gotta be, I gotta put things together. So I gotta be here for myself. I'd rather do the groundwork by myself. Or with my brother's step, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of stuff coming. Like you say, we can, you know, you can even send a beat. You can yeah, send a beat. You can listen, send a beat that we can use to open up this episode with. <laughs> we was just making a beat right yep, here right. live. Just making a beat. You feel me? So, but man, Teddy, nah, Teddy. That's one thing I know about Teddy. I've been to... around long enough to know, like he 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 gonna make shit happen. Like he don't wait. If he if you want a beat, he'll make it right on site. Like he he he's very time manageable. So as far as like with time, he's hundred percent on top of the time, you know. And I see that he's working with people in the neighborhood, and that's yeah. what that's what we that's the aim right now. We're trying to push our community to a different different Probably. space, not so much violence. Like two ain't the only person from that. I did. If you go check out Cash's first mixtape, I did the most beats on Cash's first project. Right, right, right. You feel me? And you working with Max? Ain't you working Max, with Max the Demon. Demon? You feel me? I just came off a tour last year with Max the Demon. Did two tours with with Tutu, one with Kodak, one with Ugly God. So you there's a me? lot of there's a lot of like for the last couple of years a lot Flatbush. of Flatbush. Yeah, Flatbush. We've been we've been hot and like yeah. 
You know, like I said, I've had this concept for my clothing line for like about like six, seven years. It's just coincidence that I'm dropping it now. We forever lit. Real, real yeah. talk. Like we we on fire, and it's like that's just gonna continue burning. Like you said, we're just trying to keep them flames burning however long as we can. We say how we doing that. With us is this one of the ways that we doing as with this podcast. So once yeah. again, we appreciate you for coming up here, yeah, bro. Yeah, my brother, Thank you, Teddy my brothers. Dawn. Flatbush Horseman, Teddy the Dawn. Yeah, you know, episode Shout three. Shout out to We in the Mix, Mixy D. We in the Mix, baby. Facts. Get at us, man. Ayo, 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 ayo. Sign out. Good luck.